I'm Cindy Temi. I'm Gracie May. I'm Alona Weyer. And we are from Beats, your favorite Afro pop podcast. Oh, okay. Episode four. Three, two, one. And we are back <laughs> with another episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we need. That's what we need. <laughs> the energy we need. <laughs> How are you ladies doing? Oh, smooth. News of um a potential freedom pass for the 21st of June. I think everyone's been a little bit of June. Twitter has actually been making me laugh this week with all of those tweets about what they're going to be doing on 21st of June. No. Listen, black people are so funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, the one that got me was the one when they were saying that um, when it was like Boris's birthday is on the 19th of June, he knew exactly what he was doing. He's trying to celebra- celebrate his 57th in style. First of all, I didn't know he was born in New York. He's got six kids. Potentially seven. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, he's never confirmed how many. Okay, but the ones that we know. Do we six. know them? <laughs> does he know one them? actually went to my school but yeah oh, really? he also doesn't know them yeah oh, he doesn't know daughters. him no, no, he knew her but um yeah apparently there's a few out in these crates he moves very very um actually no let me not be rude um, <laughs> nobody else was like um that june 21st is a monday though so who's really turning off on a monday and literally everybody in the comments was like me <laughs> I will be there. I will be there. <laughs> Some people leave, are taking. I will be um, taking it. Annual you, leave. Yeah. What'd you say? Some people are even taking annual leave. Yeah, yeah. Just, just to celebrate. The, just to celebrate wanted, that I can be outside or inside. They want it to be a bank holiday as well. Oh, that's smart. Actually, that's true. And it should even, even if we don't actually enter into freedom, it should still be a bank holiday. <laughs> so actually it should just always go down as the day D- Boris promised but he didn't deliver because yeah. um, I can't lie to you guys here and I don't want to be the negative Nancy but I know someone no 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 I know someone who is um, planning their wedding and obviously there's been a backlog of weddings now that haven't happened so I know a lot of people are planning to get married on that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday like that first week um, I know someone who's like no 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 I still want to have my September wedding I guarantee we're going to be back in lockdown by September. You reckon? Bruh. Because... But September will still be warm. Yeah, but we'll, we'll still be, we'll be back in lockdown. Hello, hi. <laughs> if it's anything like last summer, we're going to go ham. There's going to be an eat out to help out. And we're all going to get it. The R number's going to rise. And like, most pandemics last three to four years. This has been 18 months. Yeah, yeah. At max. If that, if that. Like, um, no, I completely agree. Like, I, I also equally don't think that June 21st, like, I'm sorry to be the person to say it, but June 21st is not a realistic date, in my opinion, because everything, bearing in mind, the only confirmed date we have right now, because the science only gives us information for two weeks. So the only confirmed date we have right now, based on the data that is available right now, is that schools can open on the 8th of March. Everything after that becomes from the 29th of May, March from the 12th of April, from the 17th of March, from you were the, with the wedding, that from, you can't hook anybody on it because they're like, from the 29th of March could be September. Yeah, literally. G- we could be in step two 
in May. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm using that as a reason not to get a summer body because I don't believe, even though it. from the 21st, there's going to be large events. Yeah. Um, all right, better question. If there's a rule that you have to have or prove that you've had the vaccine to go to these events, is that encouragement to get the vaccine? What, so we can't go to Afro Nation without the vaccine? Is that so Ticketmaster apparently, like what rumours were saying that they wouldn't allow people to enter their concerts without proof that they've had the vaccine. Um, also nope. the vaccine means having both jabs. Uh, and obviously we know that there's a bit of delay with the second one. But yeah, is that enough attentive? Cindy said no. Nope. I just feel like it's a bit weird. Like of all things in the world, it's it's coronavirus that you want to use to police me to enter into the rave when all, all the other diseases <laughs> that there were. But this is the one that I must take the vaccine. Left for me, yeah. And I'm not into conspiracy theories. I almost couldn't say the word there. Oh my god. Um, uh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but um, like, first of all, people that have taken the vaccine, and kudos to you too if you want to get it done, whatever. Are you still going to wear your mask or are you fully protected? Do you get a badge? I just wanted to double check. She said, do you get a badge? But I'm joking on a serious note. My thing is, I just find it so weird that like, it's like they've done what they needed to do in the world. And our guys come and say like, boom, these dates, everything's going to go back to normal. Don't worry, 21st of June, we're opening up. Everything's going to be done. I'm like, what did you guys finish doing that you're now so confident? (laughs) Because... (laughs) It's true. Whatever they were hiding... They've that got, 13 they've billion that they've gifted to their friends has mm. gone under the radar. That Brexit was smooth. We didn't fight them again, bro. It just... Yeah. Now we've got Megan. We're pointing our finger at Megan. Oh, no, no, Matt, Matt Hancock. Megan, Megan, yeah, Megan. 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 Someone tweeted saying that when um, the government are really showing themselves, um, Boris Johnson um, just puts out Preeti Patel and just says, go and be yourself. Um, mm, I say that, but she's also, yeah, she, by being herself, she's also, I don't even know who I hate. The I, think I, hate her I don't even hate yeah, Boris. Exactly, as a distraction. Yeah, yeah, with the things that she said about being she's, she's very, I know what type of person she is. I know. <laughs> pick me. Everybody she's knows. A pick me. She is a Pick me. She's UK, madam. Pick me. I am British. Don't worry about <laughs> that I'm British. <laughs> Not like the rest of them. Yeah. She well, is. You well. can call me Pamela. That's what she is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, mate. But you know, and there's also another one, Kemi. We talk, talked about Kemi. Kemi's I don't know there. what Kemi does, you know. I never really follow. I never hear what she does. Bruv, let me tell you about Kemi, yeah? Okay, oh. so Kemi Badenoch. Okay, um, is the equalities minister. She's the person responsible for when um, they said that black people were four times more likely to die of COVID and they were trying to come up with recommendations. She was the one who signed the document saying that we can't find any recommendations. And Gracie helpfully pointed out that the reason that they signed off saying that they can't find any recommendations is because they know that all of the recommendations are basically about structural inequality and it will cost way too much money for them to try and fix that. That's the reason she signed that off. Kemi Badenoch is also the same person who said um, that schools were illegally teaching concepts like white privilege um, because technically it's a political term. No, it's not, Kemi. Um, and she but do you think this said, is really coming from her, though? Yeah, well, I mean, if, if we're putting her in the same bracket as Preeti Patel, 
it's coming from her. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, and there was something else she did. Mm. And also, in like, two weeks ago, she was also found to have broken the ministerial code for something erring to the idea of bullying the race equality minister. I mean, the race equality um, advisor. He was gonna he was gonna quit, and then he got convinced he conv he got convinced to stay. He didn't quit. Then like the race and equality commission got involved. She's still there. In Kemi, the Kemi, the lady was bullying um, a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So in two weeks, Preeti Patel has been bullying people. Kemi has been bullying people. Matt Hancock has been unlawfully signing, not even signing contracts, handing them over to his mates. And Boris Johnson, all of them are still there. No one has stepped down. He's backed every single one of them. Is it not mad? I think with the Hancock thing, I really think that maybe, it makes me think, oh, maybe he wasn't. <laughs> because I don't understand. If it, what, what he was doing was illegal, it just couldn't have been illegal. There's, you know I what, do not you, believe that. Did you not world... see what he said? Did you not see what he, he went on an interview with um, Pierce Morgan, obviously, and yeah. Susanna Reid. Everyone forgets about her. She should speak up more, to be fair. Shout out to you, Susanna. Um, but um, he was on an interview with Piers Morgan. And Piers was like, all we want you to do is say sorry. Like, you broke the law. Surely you should be saying sorry. No, that's not all and we he want. And he said, he said that, um, I'm not going to apologise. And he's, he basically said that if I hadn't done what I've done, what I'd done, millions of people would have died because the process would have taken too long. Um, and we wouldn't have got the um, appropriate PPE. Then Piers was like, is this appropriate PPE? Insert a photo of um, nurses wearing bing bags as liners. <laughs> and, then, and he was like, and he was like, more people could have died if I didn't do this. He basically tried to play the hero. Like, it was crazy. It's I was so watching that, like, He's so privileged. That is so unbelievable. Have you not seen the picture as well? I think The Guardian uh, posted it as part of this whole campaign to say, you know, we're on the road to recovery. And basically it said that, you know, America had taken over um, as the country with the largest fatalities from COVID. And <laughs> so obviously the number's bigger, but then they, on the side, something that they squashed, yeah, just to the far right of the photo, they were like, now this is what the equivalent would be per thousand people. And America was on like 155, there were countries on 120, 112. The UK was on 186. So by population, we still have a higher percentage of our overall people that have passed away, but technically the numbers are still higher in America and a few other places. So technically it's not so bad. That's what Matt Hancock's done. He's taken the figures and twisted it. That, that um, Excel center that you guys converted into a hospital that nobody ever used. But you still gave your friends money for that. Is that a good use of the tax that you're about to charge me? When VAT jumps up to 30%. Bro, when we start living like we're in the Swiss Alps. <laughs> Without the same food, clean street. Because we're out of Brexit. Okay. <laughs> but Australia's done it and Switzerland have done it. And no, we're going to... So anyway, we want to talk about Jesus. In fact, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Sweden or to Norway. Um, when did I do Norway? It was a birthday maybe like four years ago. No word of a lie, I think I've said this story before. We got two meals, just McDonald's meals, for like 35 pounds because the tax was so high. That's going to be UK. Give us six months, maybe a year. Oh my God, I'll give you guys six months. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to. I mean, we're going to be doing like G May. 
Yeah, oh, man. What did GMA do? What background have you got? So this is um, a beach. Um, my interpretation of um, landmark beach um, in Lagos. <laughs> so that's that's basically where I am. I'm in, I'm in Lagos. And like, Lagos, baby. She got flued yeah. out. You got flued yes. out, Bougie. The process. So some people would ask me, like, Gracie, has it been that hard? And I'm not encouraging anyone to skip the country because you should only travel for work and care purposes, and I have. But um, apart from the tests, I mean, I don't know why anyone is still in London. <laughs> An arrival, you have to pay £210. <laughs> well, so my experience was slightly different. I was able to find a test in St. Amin Oxford Street um, that only charges £99 for the COVID test. And no, when you're coming back. Sorry, what? Eventually, when you come back, you have to pay two hundred. No, but Nigeria is not on the red list. No, no, no. If it was, you'd be going to a one thousand eight hundred pound hotel <laughs> because it's not on the red list. These people just want money. So basically, anybody arriving into the UK must produce a passenger locator form, and when you get right, that which form, I'm gonna do. you need to present that. But you can only get your reference number with that form once you have put the reference of the two tests that you have bought on for your arrival so you have to book. oh that's fine yeah oh yeah 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 so uh but not that that's fine but i was always going to get the test anyway because i don't want to be the reason why nigeria suddenly has covid so no the, it won't be nigeria the tests are in in the uk you oh, so wait i have to test again when i oh oh let me let me let me tell you what you have to do okay because it's <laughs> I was just say you want our money because it makes no sense whatsoever Maybe, so this, is, maybe this would avoid us having to pay taxes. Maybe no, listen, listen. Before you enter the UK, you have to take a test a maximum of three days before departure. That is fine. Nice. Now, when you enter the UK, you have to produce your passenger locator form. Before, you could just do the form and get the, get the form. Now, before you can actually get the form, you have to have purchased two self-home testing kits where you are required to take your test on day two of arriving on day eight of arriving. So bearing in mind, you're not allowed to go anywhere. So if I'm negative on day two, I don't know what I'm testing for again. Because I'm already negative. Or pick one day you want me to do the test. Or I don't even need to do the test. So I'm isolating for 10 days. So what's the big deal? But anyway, you have to now get that booked and the test kits get sent to your home. And then you have to have the receipt in order for you to get that passenger, lo passenger locator form. And that receipt and the cost is £210? Yeah. Something so, that you can get for free. In, in the even that the rules change every day. I'm just gonna wait it out. <laughs> yeah, just wait. I wouldn't book anything yet either. And yeah, because what the heck? I'm already so the test I got two days before I flew was already ninety nine pounds, which is about one hundred and fifty pounds cheaper than anything else I could find online. The mm. test that you have to do seven days when you get here, so they won't let you onto the plane. They won't even let you through to the check in area. Yeah. without producing a receipt that you pay for your seven day test which is the one you take seven days after you arrive mm -hmm. that one is also like 59k which is basically another 100 pounds so i've already spent 200 pounds on tests uh, uh the official one on the site is, is 59 900 or something crazy mm -hmm. um and then you have to do another test before you fly back which you've already said and that is going to be the same price that's 300 pound a test already i'm not doing another 500 pounds on covid tests just for you to tell me i'm negative because i'm not going to get it 
Jesus and can name. you talk about the people that actually have to imagine that the ones that are actually having to pay £1,750? Like, I don't, I don't, it wouldn't be me. Because even when I go on holiday, I don't spend that in a hotel, <laughs> let alone. Yeah, it's actually mad. It's actually Where mad. Where would when they you get the money? I don't, I don't have the money for it. What's going to happen? I'm no, yeah, really... And this is it. What if you don't have the money? What happens? They said you can take you out a, a loan with country. them, 12 months spread in payments. They said, but you have to pay it back within this. Listen, you can take me to court, to be honest. <laughs> I, as in, it's like, when I, it's like, what do you want me to do? Because I'm, I don't, I'm not paying 1,700. Irrespective of people, but oh, well, you had money to travel. Eh, yes. The money what I used to travel. So what do we do now? It's gone. Because I no longer have the it. The money is gone. It's gone. And even if it One wasn't seven gone, to stay in the country that I live in. And it includes food. It includes drinks, apparently. And it includes... Um, the two tests that you'll need, but I'm um, no, there's no food, food. that came. Well, with like the food packages they were giving to the school kids during half term, that was like there two apples go. and a loaf of bread. Mate, there two apples go. is more than they were given, and it was it wasn't even a full loaf, was it? And I was even googling, and the fact that you can't even find any images online of what the food is looking like, I can't risk it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't risk it. Usually there'll be people it's that are like, oh, saying it's from Aldi. Bro, it's it's a scam. They just what what's the essence of taking tests on day two and day eight of arrival of not going anywhere? They should what just pull essence? back the thirteen million or billion that was. Well, that's essentially what it is. Just to, just take my money. Don't even just say that. Listen, we'll all do ourselves a favor. Just be honest. Say you want our money, and just take it. Stop pretending. There's even <laughs> another test. Apparently, <laughs> you get a result in fifteen minutes. Now, what are you testing? Because why am I paying £150 if you can test me for, that I get a result in 15 minutes? What are you testing? What is going on here? Mm. What is really happening? You know These what? Varying I also, tests. I also really think like all of this money that they've collected through like new laws, like how do we make sure that that is money that is like contributing? Hey, to back it's there. not. Hancock is taking it. <laughs> no, it's but him. I mean, no, but it's a good, like, because people are getting paid. People are getting fined tens of thousands of pounds, you know what I mean, um, for breaking regulations. And it's just, where is this money going? And how is that at one point in time going to, to some extent, benefit us? Do you get what I mean? Like everyone that's paying for all of these tests and so on and so forth, like at some point in time, this you're not paying for any service that has been increased. So how do, like, there's not more police on the roads. The police are just on the roads. So actually, where is that money going? And does that mean that this is going to further delay how soon we need to pay taxes or increase no, in our taxes? I, I'm sorry to special. Where is that money going? I ask go? another question, like mm. off the back of that. I've always thought about this. So countries that are in debt to other countries, it's just figures. Like once you pass like two, three trillion dollars or pounds worth of debt, at this point, it's just figures going from one account to another. You don't even need it. <laughs> yeah, because let I mean, me know. You're not gonna, you're not gonna use that money because the economy is just gonna, like the people working in the country are just gonna make more money. So just, just let it go. They should. But then Honestly, it shows you. Go on, sorry, Cindy. No, go on. I was gonna link it into. No, no, I was just gonna. Say, it, it shows you that they can do that. Like we had N eight NHS trusts that were like let like they they cancelled the debt of like 126 million of some NHS trusts. Your friends that wrapped up a 30k ticket and 30k um, um, fine Dominic penalty, Cummings. 
and that got written off. Got written off. Yeah. Ah. Dominic Cummins, um, what's it? He didn't pay his council tax for his second home um, that um, he had um, built an extension on. 30k didn't get just got written. But how off. does it get written? Who? Who? Why? Why? <laughs> these these are lawmakers. These are. This is what I mean. Like these people are shamelessly. They're shamelessly benefiting from the rules, and they're gonna they're gonna slap us with a tax very soon. Very soon. So when yeah. I build my extension and I don't pay for the permit. No one should shout at me because I'm going to say, well, he did it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, lead by example. Bruh, Rishi Sunak today, like, they, they were, so, I saw tweets because Rishi Sunak has obviously now said that um, stamp duty relief has been um, extended till June. Um, Just charge us. Com- Not if you're going to kick the money back. <laughs> which for me, like, I mean, if we're, with me, I'm, I'm glad because my, my own moving date got <laughs> delayed. So I, I wasn't going to make stamp duty relief. Wait. October. It's first of October, no? No, no. It was supposed to be 31st of March. He's now delayed it to 30th of June. I got a screenshot that tells me 1st of October. I was banking on the October because clearly, since I'm in the abroad, I'm spending some house money. You know what I mean? Um, sorry, continue. In the abroad. No, I think I think it's 30th of June. But yeah, so they were saying like, so people were talking about how that's going to affect the economy, um, and so on. And when you really deep it, it's like, bro, like th- this bounce back. I ain't sure about it. You're going to have to send that to the group. I can't see it. It says extended da, 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 until 1st of October 2021. She's when did they show this? Her lovely eyeshadow. Along <laughs> <laughs> with my sweat. <laughs> <laughs> how's, how's the AC feeling? How's the AC feeling? It's not. Can't lie to you. I always feel bad for having it on all the time. But we're on a diesel generator and I can't kill myself. So... <laughs> It's just on low so that it doesn't use as much energy, but I think it uses the same, so I should just turn it up, to be honest. Mm, do it. Blast it. Sorry, but since we're talking about vaccines, Cindy, mm. um, what's happening in Africa? So, yeah, actually leading on to that. So, basically, what has been said is that they're actually overcharging people. Let me get the, um, the actual wording for you. So, they're overcharging people for the vaccines in certain parts of the world. So, as the, there's this... Um, um, sorry guys, let me just... <laughs> there's a termin- terminology that they use where it's called vaccine poverty. Have you heard of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in certain parts of the world, um, they're actually increasing the price of what the vaccination should be. So here's an example. So AstraZeneca is charging African countries up to three times more than EU countries for the COVID-19 vaccine. So an example of that is $7 for a dose in Uganda versus $2 for EU um countries i don't know if england falls out of that but um as a as a two-dose vaccine together with shipping costs the total cost per person in uganda is 17 dollars. government officials said this is the country where the average person earns two dollars a day what the actual hell like what the actual hell first of all there's so many issues that surround this and i'll get you guys opinion this is why certain countries make fake vaccines but this is simply (laughs) one of the reasons where they will be making fake vaccines, just in, um, injecting people with, with nonsense. And it's a risk that, that, I don't know why, one, why they would charge more, not even to say that it's still going to be affordable at what they're charging, but it's mad and it needs to be policed. Yeah, it's so true. Like, I completely agree. Like, and um, I just don't, you know, what's interesting is the amount of, um, like we said it, we alluded to it, right? That like, um, when, um, it's just how the media can downplay things, right? Mm-hmm. 
So there was a whole G7 summit, right? Where Boris Johnson, the only thing he said about this is that they're basically, he says he's urging rich countries to back a hundred day target um, for these developing countries and future emerging diseases so that he can like basically order some doses and send them to some countries, right? No. So, but in reality, we have no details of what's going to happen there. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, like the same way, Gracie, oh no, it was Cindy, you were saying that um, when Matt Hancock broke the law, it was like, oh, look, Meghan Markle. Mm. It's like, now all you want to do is talk about G7 and not the fact that these countries are paying three times as much. You donating, you donating is not the, is not the issue here. There's a much bigger issue. How can they just be paying more than you are paying? Like, I think on top of that, my own thing is, um, I think just before the first dose of the first vaccine was made available, they asked the scientists who basically um, created the vaccine, or why, since we're all in a pandemic, is this not being given out for free? And he was like, you know, pharmaceuticals is a business. And I think when it comes to, uh, and he said that, you know, um, people like us that have invested our time and craft and years of knowledge to get to this point, also need to be remunerated. And I was just like, ah, like, that's true. Like as, as a business, like, and it's controversial to say, but you know, there are conspiracy theories out there that, you know, there's cures for AIDS, there's cures for cancer, there's cures for this, there's cures for that, but it's more profitable to just have drugs that treat the symptoms and not the cause or treat neither because it creates a conveyor belt of customers. Um, and it means that you're, there's always gonna be um, a demand for your supply and obviously the basics of business are you know demand and supply so um yeah i mean why they would charge african countries more um i think we already know they're racist um why would they get away we with were it? the ones they wanted to test on we were the perfect right. back in the day we were the perfect people to test on apparently because we have that that gene or whatever yeah. And also because we're less likely to have access to paracetamol and so on that will, um, coat, that will coat the um, effects of the disease. That was another reason. Yeah, and I mean, it upsets me, obviously, being in Africa right now, that like, you can see the poverty immediately. Like the rich and the poor, we've always said this, live side by side. It's like, it's, a, it's crazy. It's a, it's a duality of like realities. Oh, duality of realities. It can be yeah. poetic. But... Um, no, I think the reason why they're charging three times more is because they can't, because the government will, won't do anything because the government, not all of them, most of them might end up for themselves and not for the people. So if your leaders can't defend you, who will? Mm. Yeah. It's just sad. That is the issue, the leaders. But I, I don't know, like, because sometimes I really deep it, like, fair enough, the leaders are trash, like in some of the countries, okay. But then, um, like, I just don't, like at some point in time, like, does every government sit there and think, well, if you're not going to speak, I'm not going to speak? Because I just don't understand. Like, everyone knows, it, it's sort of as though we don't take history into, con like, we never take history into context. Do you know what I mean? We're expecting, I've said this so many times, we're expecting these African countries to be 800 years of a democracy when, when they're 50 years in of something that it was bestowed upon them. Do you know what I mean? And the first person that was told to be in charge of the country was actually the dictator that they wanted to ensure will create imperialism for the country, for, for the colony in the first place. Like, where we really haven't got that far away from when the white man oh, left. No. Do you know what I mean? So, like, in reality, I mean, Mugabe is the perfect example of that. He was the same person for how many years? Do you know what I mean? So it's like, we really haven't got that far away from when the white man left. So... 
those, those realistically that, that those countries ability to really like hone in on their craft and make change is difficult in a world that is um, evolving as quickly as they are and their 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 voice is so irrelevant in the conversation but what i am like what i think is so shameful to see is the idea that the whole world knows this multiple governments are sitting sitting there buying purchasing and this conversation is just being ignored everyone was saying we're in this together everyone was saying xyz but realistically like we we are actually only fortunate that covid doesn't spread as much in hot countries because if they're not going to help us now that there's a solution imagine if we were going to be as hit, hit as hard as yeah. we were in britain in the winter we there's no vested interest though right because mm. you would say okay what about the united nations and all these other international bodies that are supposed to be like neutral especially now that we have an ibo woman as the what's her official title um she's president of the world trade organization <clears throat> but we have all these ngos right that are supposed to be neutral they're supposed to advocate on behalf of the countries that can't speak for themselves. They're supposed to encourage countries that have a higher GDP, that have a, a, a more equilibrium in their social economic status and standing. And, and you know, th these bodies are supposed to say, okay, um, give aid or support in this way, not because of anything you'll get in return, but just because we're the human race and blah, blah, blah. And we know that's not how they work. They will only mm. step in when they've got Minerals they can get back, oil they can get back, coal they can get back, steel they can get back, cocoa, all the other stuff that we would sell to them, they, they will only step in if they know that there's some kind of discount, which I guess if we're putting our business hats on, kind of makes sense. Like, why would I expend my resources to you if I'm not going to get anything in return? Why are you I'm charging me more? You took mine. Just don't took charge mine. more. Mm. So her title yeah. is Director General of the World Trade Organization. Yeah, do you think anything's um, going to change with her being there you know i think i think that um and i don't know like sometimes i try and i, I feel like um like i'll answer the point you said before in terms of why would i why would i help um, <laughs> and then say whether or not things will change but i think sometimes i try and make um like have kemi in your mind of, sorry bear kemi kemi bad knock in your mind as well <laughs> sometimes I try and make trillion dollar but this woman's wearing she's she's wearing a headscarf <laughs> I'm joking um, but <laughs> sometimes I make trillion dollar conversations into like just if it was a hundred pounds and you had 12 departments in the government where do you put the money do you know what I mean and try and make it like really simple okay and to me like I understand what you're saying about um like vested interests and so on and so forth because obviously these countries are making the, the, the way um, the West moves is in credit. It's not actually in real term Money. funds. Do you know what I mean? It's in credit. And they put Africa in a situation where they have bad credit and therefore they can't get any more. So everything you have to do is consistently to prove that you can give them something in return, right? But it doesn't necessarily mean your credit score is going to increase. You're just basically consistently giving, right? So to me, I just look at it in terms of like, okay, right. So if we're trying to really circulate this um, and we're trying to make a way that these, these, these countries' credit could increase, there is no way that all of these organizations are actually working towards that. They're not singing to the same hymn sheet. There is no way the World Trade Organization, the World Bank, the United Nations are all doing something that are going to bring Africa and all of the countries that are developing out of this, out of the place that they're in, because it will be a unilateral decision as to how you did that. Mm. But it isn't. We're still arguing about aid. 
we're still arguing about trade in 2021. There's yeah. no way. Do you know what I mean? So realistically, it's like you said, like they're, they're not doing anything. They're just showboating mm-hmm. and saying that these countries are contributing more to the um, World Trade Organization because their GDP is higher than everyone else's and therefore they have more of a say. And these countries just continue to get left behind as we move further and further Always. into a world full of credit. That is essentially yeah. what's and, and so my question, like in terms of what you said, in terms of like um, Dr. Ngozi, because I don't want to just say her name, like she's my mate, but like, um, <laughs> um, like I feel like until we get to a stage where we can decide for all of these bodies, how we're unilaterally going to either absolve the credit problem or change the conversation or actually decide that GDP equals X and it gets contributed to these countries like this, we will never see this change because it benefits the West to always have Africa. The upper hand. Yeah. Why is there an upper hand? Oh. Did you... What's that? That was it. It it benefits them to have the upper hand. For some reason... When you said upper hand, my cursor moved to a hand. Oh. They're listening. The <laughs> They're listening. They're listening. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. But yeah, I don't know what the solution is, to be honest, when it comes to the vaccine and overcharging Africa for it, but I think it's very wrong. And I hope the solution the, um, is not to overcharge. It's mm. simple. It's, it's to simple. not charge. Or, over, not- or overcharge the UK. Yeah. You know, like, it's true. And this is what I mean. This is what I mean. It's that simple, isn't it? It's like, if you really thought about it, how can we be in a situation where, like, if, if there were any regulations that were about getting Africa out of the situation that's in as a result of the West, it would be to all, the West are the ones that always pay more. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. The but same way as well, pay more in taxes. It's not unfair. It's, right. just, it's what it is. It's proportionate to your income. So this is yep. a tangent, but I'll bring it back. So Spotify have just launched in Nigeria. Yeah. Yep. Um, and Ghana. Um, and they've expanded from, I think, the original 79 country they were in, and they, you know, mm-hmm. they're trying to, um, I guess, increase their access. And somebody said um, on Twitter, oh, wait a second. In the US, we pay $9.99 a month for Spotify. Um, and in Nigeria, whatever the equivalent was, it worked out to like $3. And apparently there was some kind of uproar. Oh, I'm just going to create a Nigerian account. I saw that. The same access. Da, 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 da. And I was like, but first of all, do you know what the average income is in Nigeria? They've made it proportionate to the income. So by analogy with this, with the vaccines, if they could make the price of things that the whole world needs proportionate to either the average income or the GDP of that country, that makes sense. So if uh, UK has to pay, I'm saying this knowing that it's going to come out of my tax money, but okay, whatever. If the UK has to pay £8 based on our GDP, but somewhere like Rwanda has to pay £2. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's the solution. Is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's true. It's true. It's true. Because yeah. I don't, and even if you did it based on just the taxes we pay, mm-hmm. like like you said, it's proportionate to income. People out here over 100k are paying a lot more in taxes to contribute to the country. Why are they? Not... Or do they have their offshore accounts? We can talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair. Um, but um, yeah, that was the... That was, yeah, that was, this, this episode is actually about Matt Hancock and yeah. how much he is, uh, a yeah, a Yeah. But I, mean, I just can't, you know, you, you know what really annoyed me about this whole situation? I'm sorry to keep going back to it because I know it's been a very political conversation, but mm-hmm. it's the state of the world and it's all, it's the only thing that's on the news right now, but a bit mad. I just, I feel like 
Keir Starmer, if anyone doesn't know who he is, he's the leader of the Labour Party. Say, say what you're going to say, and then I'm going to jump straight in. He was <clears throat> interviewed, right? They interviewed him and said, do you feel like Matt Hancock should step down? And he said, I don't think it would be helpful right now because of the state of where we're at. Um, and basically just, just left it. And I was sitting there thinking, are you mad? Are you actually mad? Like you are the leader of the opposition party. You've, and, and, and he alluded to the idea that no one else could do the job but Matt Hancock at this stage. Do you not have a shadow secretary? So what is your man gonna do? Because actually, if Boris Johnson's government fell today, you would be in power and that person will be in charge. So you're telling me right now, he's not prepared to take on the job. That's what you've just told me. I literally couldn't believe it. I was like, there is so, there's so many things wrong with this statement, apart mm -hmm. from the fact that even if you thought to yourself, you know what, let's get to June the 21st, because for some reason you believe that we're really gonna be there in June the 21st. Hopefully. You didn't say that Matt Hancock should resign on June the 22nd. Does that not make sense? Is that not a reasonable thing to ask? No, you, you didn't use your power at all. Go on, Grace. Do you know he will resign on June the 22nd and that 13 million pounds worth of contract that has gone to his friends will still be with his friends? That's not the solution I need. Let him stay. Let him show the receipts of where that money's gone and then they should pay the money back. Because mm. I don't understand VAT jumping to 30%, personal tax increasing and every other tax they can think. Look, um, train fares are going to go up. Bus yep. fares are going to go up. Mm -hmm. um, phone lines are going to go up. Why? Like every day you're saying, Lidl and Aldi is going to become everybody's best friend and their prices are still going to go up. I give Brexit. the money back. Bearing in mind, it's a German company. Brexit yeah. will soon... Brexit already, yeah. That import tax. <sighs> Shall we also, move on? Because I'm over it. Fun fact, yeah. Another thing that Brexit has done. Um, so um, the reason my um, flat, move has been delayed is because there's a, a nationwide shortage of white goods you know why because all of the white goods don't come from britain so they can't finish my kitchen and therefore i can't move in yeah what's white goods white goods are your fridges your washing machines it's all how in do you Germany. get a grey one <laughs> if only it was that simple <laughs> That is the state of the country we're in, guys. That's, That's terrible. But you can get your washing machine from Argos. Um, well, I'm not allowed to move in until they fitted all of the things. So. Hey, she wants to get designer. You want designer? She <laughs> <laughs> you know Ferrari. She you know Ferrari. Um, all right, another topic that came across. The anyway, so we like nothing. We can round. We can round out the politics and move on to the Twitter. Should we on to Twitter girls, ladies and gents? Twitter. So Twitter has been making me laugh because a number of things. So there's this new meme that people are doing where you say something and then this morbid music comes in <laughs> and then you're like, <laughs> it has been the funniest thing ever, what we need. Um, I can't think of any off my head right now, but anyway. Let me go in, I can. Go um, <laughs> go the auntie, so you guys know I'm a, I'm a plus size girl. And the auntie says to the plus size girl, ah, give you weeks. Um, and she replies saying, that's how your husband likes it. Mm. Mm. What's the music? What's the music? Didn't you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> There's also one where, um, it's Small like, girl. oh, um, oh, like you're, you're, it's basically like a guy, like, um, saying that, oh, like, you're so nice. Like, um, you even know how to play FIFA. Like, I just don't understand. Like, why are you still single? And the girl's like, marry me then. Yeah, marry me. <laughs> marry me then. Yeah, I mean, 
Because no, you don't understand don't why. Me. Marry me. And then the yeah. other one that was funny was like, where the girl was like, you this small girl. She was like, oh, I'm a small girl. That's how, that's how your husband likes it. <laughs> Whoa, well, you're crying. Why are you crying? It's, <laughs> it's so dumb, but it's funny at the same time. But anyway, another thing that I saw online was basically this week, there's um, Allah, hello, family. So they were in a supermarket. So imagine this, right? You're in a supermarket with your family, husband and three kids. And then you notice a lady, another lady across the aisle. Um, she looks quite frustrated. Apparently she can't find her card. Um, and you go to help. First of all, <laughs> I wouldn't be going to help. But anyway, everyone has a good heart. So she goes to help and she basically says, oh, I'll get that for you. And then the, the cashier basically points to the amount. So I think it's about a hundred and something pounds. Um, and then to Ola, this is the lady that I follow on Instagram said to this distressed looking lady and her child crying just to appease the situation I'll get that for you and the woman goes just to clarify God is a black lady and the woman that she's going to help is a white lady and the white lady says how can you afford to get that you look like somebody that should be working here so I'm just going by the facts that have been presented to me um, online now there's a number of things that we need to think about in this situation you look like somebody that can't afford your shopping, uh, first of all. So <laughs> where do we go from here? Um, number two, in my kindness, it is still showing us that racism, unconscious bias, whatever you want to call it. You can't call that one unconscious bias. That one is a racism. Okay, whatever you want to call it, it still exists. We're, we're not, it's in the time when you are, you're, you're at your lowest, hun. You're at the till, busy day. You patch your goods up and you can't afford to pay. Your child is screaming their head off. You're disturbing everybody's peace of mind. And you can't afford. And it's me that looks like I work here. Either ways, what are you saying? There's social there's socialist issues like like I don't understand. I don't know how what, what would you guys have done in that situation? Because me personally, oh, I would have spilt her shopping bags on the floor. <laughs> I would have licked her down with my words, in all honesty. Mm. As in like as in, in that situation, there is absolutely no reason to hold pride because I have pride in the idea that I could have fixed this situation. So now you have shown yourself, because Cindy, what you said there in terms of, I didn't even think about this, of the fact that you are at your lowest. You now want to bring me down with you. <laughs> that, one, that one can't run. So that's how in that situation, I will make sure this is not just an educational matter about my pocket. This is an educational matter about your ignorance, right? And we're about to break that all down and I'm still gonna pay <laughs> because I'm not gonna allow you to stop me from being a good person. Actually, you know what? No, yeah. I'll pay because I feel like I'm the sort of person that I need, to be, I need to be vindicated because I can't do all of that mouth for her to then say she said all of that because she couldn't pay and for it. And she couldn't afford it. Do you know what I mean? I'll pay for it. I'll write to the shop and say that you have people like this doing this in your shop and I'll probably get Sainsbury's to send me the money back or something like that and say that I I ex exhibited, like I experienced racism in your shop when I was just trying to be a good person and we're all supposed to be in this together. You go on Good Morning Britain. All of the things that you could do to really ruin this person and get your money back in the end, but she must be ruined. She must be. I'm Remember screaming. what I said? I like... go no, on. go, go, go. Now, I was just going to say, you know what I said, like, um, I know how to use my words decisively. Do you remember when we were talking about um, if your best friend and your man um, yeah. cheated on, and I said that they will rue the day. <laughs> That's what that woman will do. She will rue the day. <laughs> she still gets her shopping, yeah? She gets her shopping, but her life will be ruined. 
The same way Amy Cooper, even though she got out of prison, the same way, I mean, um, she, she, got, she got away yeah. after five counselling sessions, was it? But the same way Amy Cooper's name was slated, everyone would know this woman's full name. Everyone would know her. Everybody. It will, it, I can take £100 for that. And just quickly, just remind us who Amy Cooper is. I know who she is with the dog and the black man in the park, but just, yeah. just like recap. Yeah, so yeah, just as a quick recap, Amy Cooper is the woman who... Um, um, white woman. She, white woman, yes, in Central Park, who had her dog off a lead. Um, a black man approached her and said that you have to have your dog on the lead. And she said to him, get away from me, or I will tell um, the police that a black, an African-American man is, um, is um, basically threatening my life. He then was like, uh, no, nah, it's all right. Like, I'm not doing that. She called the police and she said, hello, um, there is an African-American man friend in my life and, and my dog. And, and, and yeah, and he caught it all on camera. Um, and then she, yeah, um, she was obviously prosecuted for it and nothing came of it because she only had to take five counseling sessions, five educational therapy sessions. She's now free. She's cured of all her racism. Yeah. That therapy very effective. I personally am not paying for any willy shopping. It reminds me again of another tweet where I think um, some a, a white family said that a black group of friends were too loud and to teach them a lesson, they paid for their meal to be like, well, don't look down on us. Hey, Do you remember when that was a thing? And there was yeah. a whole thread of like things that we just look stupid doing like. <laughs> That's not going to teach them that black people are not ratchet and loud and Number one. Number two, are... <laughs> number two, I am. Number three, um, I'm at a social gathering. If this is not appropriate for you and your kids, go and eat in McDonald's, Chuck E. Cheese, or wherever else you could afford. But if I'm paying for my drinks and my food, then I'm going to have the decorum that I want. But most importantly, they're walking away with free food, and that's all they're going to know. They're not going to be like, oh, black people must be so nice now. No, you've just given them a free not. meal. Free shopping, I ain't doing it. Let me tell you, sorry, this is um, a tangent, but it relates. Um, I was in Audi, I paid for somebody shopping maybe eight months ago, black guy and his daughter. The girl was so embarrassed. Obviously growing up the way I did, I, I've been in situations where other people have done it. So I was just like, oh no, it's not a thing. Got to the till, heard the amount. I said, God, it has to be because this is more than I thought. <laughs> Pay for it anyway. I think it was like 200 pounds or what have you. Um, and the guy was forming like, no, don't worry, I've got it, I've got it. Sir, you've been at this till for 10 minutes. My stuff is already on the conveyor belt. What do we do now? 210 uh, about 200 i mean even pounds. that's more than 30 pounds yeah and, then, uh, pounds. <laughs> uh, and the guy was just kind of virgin or ungrateful or maybe he was embarrassed i don't know he was definitely he was embarrassed. Like, it's his ego egotistic i need your account number i need this i'm sure there's something wrong with my card i'll pay you today it's been six months i haven't got the money back i didn't do it for to get the money back but it was just like, you didn't need to give me the ego if you were never going to pay me. Anyway, yeah. and for that reason, I'm not paying for nobody again. Because Can the fuck? I take both of your comments, actually, because I feel like Ola made a valid point about, like, she's still going to be thinking, oh, well, you know, she looks like somebody that works in Sainsbury's. She can't afford it. And your opinion of that, she didn't deserve it. I would definitely have paid for her shopping and taken it. So I'm showing you that I can afford to take it. But I'm also showing you that you don't get what you deserve, you cow. <laughs> Exactly what she <laughs> 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 
I didn't probably have her pack it all and then say, sorry, where are you taking that? I paid right. for it. You, can't, you look like somebody that can't afford these bags. <laughs> no, that's right. I have a question though. How did Bolu actually respond? What happens in the end? So, um, Ola. Nakua Bolu. Her name's Ola, sorry. Mm. So, <laughs> she um, actually paid and apparently the woman said um, she got straight away for her husband to give... Um, no, 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 you're away from the mic. We didn't hear that. Oh, no, you want to say it again? Yes. Um, <laughs> um, Ola uh, basically paid for it. I think she'd already, Apple Pay had already gone through at the point that she just heard what had said. And then the woman had got her husband to transfer the money to Ola at that point as well, once it had been done. So why you were waiting at the till your husband couldn't do that? It's well, only when a black person well, could couldn't. She didn't have her card, so she wouldn't have been able to pay. But yeah. Uh, see, that's why that's why in that situation, see, like, I'm a, for, I hear what you're saying, Gracie, in terms of, like, you'll never pay. So I was in a similar situation once as well, right? So there was one time, me and my cousins, we went to... Um, Bowling. We did a family holiday to Greece, right? What did you say? Bowling. <laughs> no, stop it, stop it. Don't do that. We can't share that story. Um, we did a family holiday to Greece. Um, and um, we were staying, basically, we didn't realize that there were three different stages to this hotel. So it was a five-star hotel, um, but it was like, um, there was a palace, a something, and then the village. Boys' quarters. Yeah, and we were, we, were, we were in the village, right? But then because we didn't know, like we didn't, I think, I can't remember why we ended up in the village. There was something in the middle, but basically we got all of the anemones of the one in the middle. We were just in the village, right? Um, so we, <laughs> this sounds so bad, isn't it? Sure you did. <laughs> in the village. Um, so whenever we were in the middle one, I really can't remember what it's called, um, but whenever we were in the middle one, um, people will always be looking at us as though we shouldn't have been there. Do you know what I mean? But we had all of the valid wristbands and so on and so forth. Um, but so we got away with it, but it was always problems. Then on like the last two days, we decided, me and my cousins obviously being us to have a sports day. So we did like, we played like bare sports and then said we were gonna go to the spa. The spa was in the palace. So now we walked over to the palace, right? Um, to now like get into the spa and stuff. And like, we had been upgraded. This woman was, um, my cousin is from Canada. You know how people from Canada are bare respectful, right? They're so polite. So Bayo walks over to this woman and was like, hi, hi, how are you doing? How's your day going? Yeah, we just want to go to um, the palace for the spa. We're all going to go. Um, we're going to have like a family rest day and so on. And she was like, you guys can't go in the palace. And Bayo was like, um, okay, like why, why can't we go in the palace? Like trying to understand. And she was she basically never said that you can't afford it, but was just like, you guys can't go. So Bio just kept asking questions and all of us were standing behind Bio like, this woman is a racist. And Bio couldn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> he just thought that like, maybe we don't have the right wristbands and we need to go back and speak to people and so on. But Bio was just, you know, when someone is too polite to see it. So eventually um, one of my cousins went over to him and was like, Bio, like, she's not gonna let us in until we basically like, show her the money. So we all walked away and thought about. But I thought we you were upgraded. Were you allowed to? No. So we had to pay for the upgrade at that point. So oh, we upgraded so Bio to the didn't know. One. Huh? 
Did he know that he had to pay or he wanted yeah, to pay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had upgraded to the second one, not to the not to the Oh, third. fine. But she didn't even want, she didn't even tell us how much it was at this point. So it was as though she was saying, you guys can't afford it. It's not for you. Like, just walk away, innit? So she basically, and she didn't open the gate as well. So it was like, we literally couldn't move. We were just talking to this woman in a, in a booth, right? And we were like, what's going on? So then we didn't- Take a from outside the club. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally. And then at some point in time, when we all walked, to have a conversation she walked away as if to be like yeah done here so then we were telling bio we were trying to explain to bio what was happening and bio was like no he was like no he was like me me a mechanical engineer he was like no 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 everyone give me your amexes (laughs) (laughs) bio was literally ready to go and start pulling out dollars and just chuck he said you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna take a thousand dollars i'm gonna chuck it in her face that's what we're gonna do we're gonna walk straight in so (laughs) Was it up to a thousand dollars or? <laughs> there was a lot of us. It was up to a thousand dollars. Oh, that's fine. I would have done that then. Yeah, yeah. But he basically was like, "That's what we're going to do. We're just going to chuck a thousand dollars in a face and walk in." Um, and it took like a lot for us to calm him down, for us to decide what we were going to do. Anyway, long story. Long story. What I'm trying to say is that in them situations, there sometimes it's easier to vindicate by showing that you could do it, because that I... one, that one, that one there was a bit mad. I, it reminds me of when Oprah said that in Switzerland, she walked to a shop and they wouldn't sell her a 28 grand bag. They just so presumed she, she couldn't afford it. Um, how, what did you say? So she bought the shop. Yeah. yeah. Now, I Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, but the shop wasn't on sale. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she, she bought all the she, things in the shop. She yeah. bought the shop. But the I just, package. I don't know that that's, that doesn't teach that person not to be racist. When I find those, those staff now work for Oprah. No, no you're losing your job. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I bought the place in your city. No, sorry, bye. Terminating your contract, redundant. Oh. <laughs> and now she definitely thinks we're racist because we go around buying places and letting people go. It's, I just, I don't, I don't know. They have to come to it to themselves. I'm saving my money. And I'm also going with the money besides, with the money besides, with the money besides, with the money besides. See, I don't feel like I have many situations where I feel like I need to show people, but I think, I think that would be one of them. I think I'm a pauper. I don't care. It's not keeping me up at night. I'm okay with that. Definitely taking the shopping. But yeah, that's that was um, that was very interesting. We get to know what people think. Let us know. Guys, we want to know what your thoughts are. We've been talking about the vaccine um, and how it is more expensive in Africa and just in general, the politics of this country and what it's um, what it's doing to us as we've been living here and what it's doing to affect those abroad as well. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below.